Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sendapitaratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack and we will get started. Today I have a blueberry scone. It's a little mini one. It's really yummy. And I have some mango green tea. So let's get real. I live in Minnesota and Minnesota is um, very cold. Um, <laughs> or very hot. There's really no in between, except in the fall. And so in the fall, all of the leaves come off the trees. For those who don't normally experience fall, you see it on TV all the time, but you don't experience it. The worst part about fall is leaves everywhere. Like it feels like piles and piles and piles of leaves. In fact, at my mom's home, there are more leaves than you can't you're wading through them like that's what you feel like like you're wading through the leaves at my house I have no leaves because I have no trees so you know it's kind of a catch-22 at my house <laughs> anyway the other day I'm taking a little drive I don't even know where I was going I guess it's not important to the story but it was a very windy day it was wind whipping everywhere now when you live in a trailer or in a mobile home is what we're supposed to call our house <laughs> Wind makes you nervous because you're like, how strong is my trailer? Like, how strong is the wind? How strong is the trailer? Like, is my house going to move? <laughs> That's just one of my totally irrational fears. Most people that live in a mobile home probably never think about it. Jenny, she worries when the wind starts whipping around. I'm like, oh, here we go. There's Jenny. She's in Kansas. Here we go. <laughs> anyway. It was one of those days that the wind was just really strong. And I'm driving down the road and there's a family outside and they are raking their leaves because there are a lot of them. And there's this notion that you should not keep them on the grass. I don't know. Some people do. Some people don't. I really don't know because we don't have leaves. So it's not something I really stress about. <laughs> Anyway, they're raking their leaves and there is a mom who's standing there and her hair must probably be a little bit longer than shoulder length. Now, why I don't know how long it really was is because it was whipping in the air. Her hair was full on cycling around her head with leaves all in it because she was actually trying to bag the leaves into a bag her husband was was holding now the kids are running around the yard throwing leaves in the air chasing them like they're bubbles it was super fun to watch them they were so excited because you'd throw a leaf in the air and it would whip all the way across the <laughs> the, the yard in seconds and so this poor lady is shoveling in or trying to shovel in leaves into a bag and every time she gets them semi off the ground they whip up all around her into a full like tornado around her of leaves and it's in her hair and it, they're whipping all around and it was quite comical I really wish that I was one of those people that stops and takes a video of things that quickly I'm not um, but it was like what you would see in a cartoon it was so fun and of course, because this is how God deals with me, I cannot let this image go. I it somehow like it's stuck in my brain and I'm like, okay, Lord, if it gets stuck in my brain, normally I'm supposed to learn something from this. So what am I supposed to be learning here? And he brought something to my mind. I think it was a pillow that someone had when my daughter was really little or 
a saying. I don't know where it came from. But the say the pillow said, um, cleaning your house when your toddler's awake is like trying to brush your teeth while eating Oreos. Now, for those that have not had a toddler, you're like, that makes no sense. For those of you that have had a toddler, you're now going, yeah, that's true. Like you can't clean because it's like catnip. You clean an area and they're like, oh, look what mom just did. Look what dad just did. They just made a new area for me to dump all my toys into. Yay. <laughs> the minute I would organize a bookshelf, my daughter would be like, look at this. Look what mom did for me. I get to pull all the books off. Yay. Thank you, mom. <laughs> it just, you eventually wait till they go to bed. Like you're like, eventually you're like, I'm just not going to clean all day till they go to bed. And then as they get older, you're like, you know, I will clean when they're five. (laughs) They go to school because you don't clean overnight because they wake up in the morning and make the exact same mess. You know, it's almost a losing battle. Like this poor lady who's trying to put leaves into a bag on one of the windiest days I've seen in a long time. It just feels like you're fighting a losing battle. And I have been thinking about the season of when my daughter was a toddler and how it really did feel like a losing season. Not because she was a bad kid. She was great. But they are so adventurous and so do not understand cleanup. (laughs) I think we went through like six cleanup songs you know, that you'd find a cleanup song and you'd make it super fun and everybody's going to clean up. And really what happened is mom and dad are cleaning everything and she's on the couch jumping up and down singing the song. You know, honey, you're supposed to be cleaning. I ain't cleaning. I am cleaning as she's jumping on the couch. Um, You know, probably doesn't happen at your house. I'm sure I'm the only one that has had problems getting a toddler to clean or a elementary kid to clean um (laughs) you know it just I'm probably the only one that understands that but that's okay so we have these seasons in our life is what I started thinking about and in the bible it actually talks about it in Ecclesiastes now for those who um haven't read the whole bible through I really encourage you to do this but in Ecclesiastes 3 it says There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And it goes on to talk about mourning and dancing, scattering stones and gathering stones, planting and uprooting. There is a time to search and a time to give up. Like it is pretty much covers everything. It's kind of an interesting thing when you read through it. But there are seasons when you're a farmer and I am not, let's be very clear, I am not a I'm not a gardener. I have tried and I am not good at the whole reaping and planting kind of thing. But in when you are a gardener or you're a farmer, you know that you do not harvest while you're planting. That just does not happen. You're not like, oh, it's harvest time. So I'm going to put all the seeds in the ground. There's a season for that, right? There's a season that you plant and there's a season that you harvest. You don't mix those two up. Um, If you do, it doesn't work very well. But as I would say adults mostly who listen to this, we understand that there are seasons, but we don't live our lives that way. We live our lives under a complete lie. I'm, uh, this is maybe 
maybe not you, maybe you've got everything under control, but we live under the lie that we can have it all, that we can do it all, that we can have it all, that only thing that's holding you back is you, <laughs> right? Now, I um, am married to a man who reads a lot of, he loves those kind of like um, improve yourself books. I think they're called self-help, but that's not really what I call them. I call them trying to achieve something that maybe you don't need to achieve books. Um <laughs> But that's me because I don't like that, right? So that's maybe me being a little more critical than I need to be. But we can read all these books and see that you can do it all. You can have it all. And I'm here to tell you today, you cannot. There are seasons in your life that the leaves are whipping all around. And if you don't take a couple minutes and step back and go, you know what? This isn't working I'm actually going to go inside and wait for the wind to die down because me trying to rake leaves right now is not going to work. It just is not working. I could spend hours out here or I could come back and do it in 15 minutes, which would I prefer. But so often we don't stop. We will spend that two to three hours fighting against the wind to make it work. And I don't know who, need, who needs to hear that today because you're trying to make something work in the midst of a windstorm that really can't work. The other thing that we do is as um, just regular people, I think, whether we're Christians or non-Christians or no matter what we're doing, we live in a world that tells us we can have it all. And I am here to tell you that you can't. And no matter how much money you have, you don't have it all. No matter how much um, success you have, you don't have it all. No matter how gorgeous you are, you don't have it all. There, We're so often comparing ourselves to things that are completely unrealistic. And there are seasons of life that sometimes you just need to understand you can't have it all. And I remember back several years ago now when my husband was on the road every weekend speaking and I was too busy to go with him which you know has been my last couple months I haven't been able to go with him because I'm taking care of my mom but I'm working full-time I'm volunteering I have a daughter in school my husband's gone I'm it, it was completely chaotic. Not only was I volunteering, I was running the volunteer program in the section that I was in. So I was trying to coordinate all of the crafts and all the songs and all of the lessons and all the leaders. And ah, I mean, it was a little wild and I had a full-time job and my husband had a full-time job, you know, and I'm like, what did I give up during that season? I gave up my health. You know, I let things get out of control and my health went down the tubes. Like someone would come in with a sneeze and I didn't end up with pneumonia. Like it was just completely chaotic in that time because I didn't find time to balance my life. And so as I was watching this lady with the wind whipping through her hair and the leaves are all around and she's desperately trying to pick up her yard, I thought... We sometimes need to stop and make a budget. And you're like, Jenny, let's not talk money. And I, I'm not talking money. Now, we all make a budget. Well, 
if you're wise, you make a budget, you know, for your money. And you're like, this is what I spend it on. These are our priorities. This is where we're spending it. Maybe we need to stop spending it here. We're going to put it over towards the house. You know, a lot of people go through the Dave Ramsey and all of a sudden they start snowballing their debt and get rid of their debt. You know, you when you make a budget, you see where you're spending and what your priorities are and if they're matching, if how what you're spending your stuff on matches the priorities that you say you have, Right. That's why we do a budget because then we go, okay, you know what? It looks like Amazon's become a bigger priority than I think it should be. What am I doing on Amazon that maybe I need to stop buying, right? Um, Jenny's stress buying. <laughs> anyway, we're not dealing with money. But what I'm saying is sometimes in the midst of our storms, we need to take a budget of our time of our emotions, of our physical health, and of our mental health. Now, I never, and I'm probably really weird, but I never take a walk without knowing that I'm going to make it back. (laughs) I never like set off on a walk and get exhausted and then go, oh no, now I have to turn all the way back. I emotionally and mentally think through, I know I can go so far because then I have enough energy to get back. Or I'm even smarter and I do it in a circle and I end up back. Um, you know, those are in the good days. But I never take a walk and know that I don't have enough energy to get home. But we so often do that with other things like our jobs, our kids, our activities, things we volunteer in. We overcommit physically, time, money, and our mental and emotional health. We overcommit those things and we don't have enough to go around. We just don't. Maybe you do. Maybe you're a super person and I'm not speaking to you today. And I apologize for that. But I'm telling you, 99% of us, we over budget our time, our emotions and our physical strength. We're like, you know what? I really my mom just moved a couple weeks ago and I hired movers. And I did that because I knew that my physical strength is not where it should be to move pianos, and curio cabinets. I just knew that I could move pillows. (laughs) I mean, I could do that. Like I can full on move pillows. But really, if I'm moving pots and pans and curio cabinets and couches, that is not my physical gift. And we will think through things like that, but we will not think through, you know, if I work eight hours and I'm commuting for another hour and then I have to go to a basketball game for my kid and I need to make dinner and we need to do homework and we need to and we need to and we need to, what is cut out is sleep sometimes and what is cut out is things that are healthy for you and you don't exercise because you're running so much. You know, I know that this is kind of like the grandiose thing, but it is time to start making a budget. And that is my goal for you this week. My thing, my ask is that whatever kind of chaos you're in this week, whatever kind of windstorm is sweeping through your life, and it can come in many forms, right? It can come in so many forms. Whatever windstorm is running through your life, I want you to take a budget of your emotional health and the time. None of you get 27 hours a day. 
we all get 24 and we have to fit everything into 24. And that includes taking care of you, your physical, your mental and your emotional health. So if you need to say no to something, this is the time that you need to say no. In the midst of a chaotic storm, you need to start saying no because you can't do it all. And you do not want to end up having pneumonia because you didn't say no to something. <laughs> well, that's all I have for you this week. I know I went a little long, but I really want you to know that God has a plan for you and he really wants what's best. He does not want you to be struggling with leaves in a windstorm when you could take a break from that, rest in his presence and take a budget and see maybe what you can cut back on or where you should put be putting your priorities. And God will help you with that. He will give you some direction um, on what you should be doing other than just finances. Because it is important to do financial budgets, but it's also important to do time budgets and emotional and spiritual and physical budgets too. You can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. We would love to have you come join us on any of those platforms. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my information is there. My book is there. My speaking um ways to get a hold of me for that. Please rate, share, and like this podcast on whatever you're listening to. I would love for you to um, become a part of making us a little bit bigger across the world. Um, you all have a great week as you make a budget in the middle of your windstorm. Lean into God and know that he has a plan and a purpose, even in the midst of this. And it's time to make a budget. Have a great week.